Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Albert. He doesn't have a specific topic that he wants me to cover, so today I'm going to do a post about a very well thought out and passionate user comment from a user called Tao about the future of the world as well as the future of MGTOW, or at least the way he sees the future of the world playing out. And this is basically what Tao has to say. Women are quite happy to depend on the government if the father of their children doesn't meet their expectations. Men are quite happy too as higher taxes are a lot better than complete financial annihilation through divorce. Governments love higher taxes as well. Many same-sex couples are going to want children in the future. As the decline of heterosexual marital relationships continues, and it will, more and more will opt out for same-sex relationships slash domestic partnerships slash cohabitation. Traditionalist views on relationships will gradually become extinct, like the dodo and the dinosaur. Polygamist-like relationships and or broad acceptance of polygamist domestic partnerships among heterosexuals, bisexuals, homosexuals, and lesbians will become far more popular as well. Female empowerment means that there are far fewer men capable of providing for a family, hence the decline of marriage. Women want the highest paying, most prestigious jobs for themselves. As divorce is nearly a death sentence for a breadwinning man, men will be opting out of marriage and family completely. Most every breadwinning man now knows the devastating consequences that divorce can have on their lives. The result of divorce is often severe psychological, emotional, legal, physical, and financial destruction. For these reasons, men will continue to opt out of marriage and family or resort to cohabitation as a lesser of two evils. As women become the majority of breadwinners, and they will, they'll feel the same way. Feminism taught women that marriage was slavery. Breadwinning men now know that marriage is a death trap, and it took them long enough. And both sides are in many ways correct. Women were at one point in time abused in marriage, and through divorce, left destitute. They're not going to go back to that anytime soon. For the last few decades, the shoe has been on the other foot, and it's mostly men now that have been destroyed through divorce and men are opting out in ever-growing numbers. The liberal feminist model of heterosexual marriage has and will continue to fail in the future. Most men aren't going to allow themselves to be ruled by a woman in their relationships. Women think they want to have power over men in relationships, but have no respect for it and are basically repulsed by the men that aren't at least their equals in terms of education, finances, and social standing. Both sides under the liberal feminist model are far more promiscuous more likely to commit adultery, and more likely to indulge in infidelity, even in the face of STDs. The playing field for the worst in human behavior is level under the feminist liberal model. To sustain the population, the government will prop up the GDP through population growth, and to save the entitlement programs, the only solution from the government standpoint is a massive welfare and tax break for single mothers and or mass immigration. As xenophobia is common everywhere, the preferred model is going to be mass acceptance of single motherhood, and massive increase in services for single mothers, through higher taxes and or subversion of tax funds. More resources will be dedicated to same-sex couples under this expanding model as well. This change in social values has been around for a while, and it's now the norm in certain countries, i.e. the Netherlands, and will eventually become the norm across the globe. As time marches on, fewer and fewer will marry and out-of-wedlock births will become the majority, and polygamy might even be legalized. Same-sex marriages will become popular, 
and children raised by same-sex couples will become widely accepted. The alternative is the threat of massive population decline, like that found in Japan. A return to a traditional culture, like that of the 1950s, is highly unlikely for obvious reasons. As marriage and birth rates continue to decline, women already have enormous gynocentric privilege through current laws and policies. Ever more misandric legislation is also currently being pushed across the globe. What's happening in the Netherlands and Scandinavia is spreading globally. Japan, Singapore, Canada, the UK and the Middle East, as well as Hong Kong and the United States are all feeling the effects. Parts of the Netherlands and Scandinavia are widely touted as socialist utopias in American mainstream media. What's not talked about by the mainstream media is the declining marriage-slash-birth rates, higher taxes, high cost of goods, the increase in misandry through legislation, and social upheaval due to mass immigration. What's not talked about is that mass immigration is used to counter low marriage-slash-birth rates. What follows is social upheaval, unsustained spikes in welfare costs, the formation of xenophobic immigrant communities, the illegal implementation of laws within these communities, Sharia for example, and a disproportionate increase in crime emanating from those communities. In the United States, immigration is used as a form of low wage and or slave labor and as a means to stagnate lower wages. Because of the above, the push for ever more misandric laws will increase. Why, you ask? Because women will make the babies and women won't have the same power over men that they had in marriage. Cohabitation reform, aka palimony, is going to come very soon, to force the transfer of wealth from men to women. This is already being proposed in the UK and other places. Redefining domestic abuse in marriage slash cohabitation in terms of bullying and denying monetary resources is also being pushed in the United Kingdom and other places to force the transfer of resources from men to women. Yes means yes is just another way for women to destroy men's lives when women don't get what they want and or to preserve women's desire for lack of personal agency and responsibility. Women don't want to be held accountable for their actions and they want men to be punished when a woman doesn't get what she wants. It's going to get much worse, much, much worse for men. Hell hath no wrath like a woman scorned. Now it's time to cue MGTOW. MGTOW is the natural, equal and opposite reaction to misandric gender feminists and naive white knights. MGTOW is the growing realization by men that they are disposable. Think male-only selective service. And MGTOW is the realization among men that marriage slash relationships 2.0 can lead to a disastrous psychological, emotional, legal, financial, physical, and spiritual destruction. MGTOW is a survival strategy. MGTOW don't validate themselves through relationships with women. MGTOW get it. MGTOW understand cultural misandry. MGTOW are also the next step in the evolution of men. To understand MGTOW, one has to ask themselves questions developed by MRAs. Why do men pay 97% of alimony and child support when men and women are equal? Why do men get tougher prison sentences for equal crimes? Why is there still affirmative action for women when women make up half of the workforce and higher percentage of college graduates? Why do women want quotas for the highest paid, most powerful, most prestigious positions and not the dirty, dangerous, life-threatening jobs? If men and women are equal, why is most social spending directed at women, i.e. cancer research, homeless shelters, welfare for single mothers, etc.? Why is circumcision not considered genital mutilation? Why selective service male only? Why don't men have reproductive rights? Why does my body, my choice, equate to men's money? 
Don't the above questions represent blatant, massive discrimination against men solely for the benefit of women? Of course they do. But women make the babies. How do MRAs and MGTOWs differ? MGTOW understand that society will become increasingly misandric as time goes on. MGTOWs fully appreciate that MRAs, although noble, are wasting their time. MGTOW represents an evolution of the MRA. Many women also view MGTOWs as misogynists. Why, you ask? Well, they're choosing the only escape from discrimination against men that exists. What's that? Minimizing to the extent possible women's destructive influence and power over their lives, aka relationships and marriages 2.0. This pisses many women off, so they label MGTOW, and men in general, as misogynists, thereby making the word meaningless. Anybody that doesn't think gynocentrically or feminist overtones is now considered a misogynist or an extremist. Feminism and anti-feminism are two sides of the same coin. Both wish to hold on to the aspects of the patriarchy that benefit them the most, while skewing the aspects of the patriarchy that don't specifically benefit women. The difference between a feminist and an anti-feminist amounts to the cherry-picking. MGTOW are women's worst nightmare. It doesn't surprise me that women want MGTOW to shut up. It makes absolutely perfect sense. MGTOW speak and act against gynocentric privilege. What could be more terrorizing to women than that? Women are desperately afraid of MGTOW thinking and it becoming the norm. Why? What happens to women when men are as a majority write them off? Time will tell, but the general direction we're heading in is a hard one to change. Well, that's basically what Tao has to say. And I couldn't agree with him more with his comments as well as his questions. I can certainly see that most of the things he's talking about are heading down the pipeline especially the traditional relationship, and the end of it. Most husbands and wives can't stand living with each other and bicker all of the time. And if I was a betting man, I would wager that when children see this type of fighting, they're actually traumatized. Whatever happens in the future, the only thing I can think people should focus on is a cliché, and that cliché is to focus on their kids. If we think we have it bad today, just imagine what it must be like to be born in 2014. And imagine what awaits the next generation of kids. Imagine how badly the internet and other communications technologies are going to mess up their minds. Just like we didn't envision the internet in the 1980s, many people in the 1940s couldn't imagine how television would change their world in a few short decades. But the decline of the nuclear family is going to lead to some kind of a revolution. It's only a matter of time. Anyways, that's all I've got to say for today. Thanks again to Albert for his donation, and thank you Tao for your lengthy comment. I just had to share it with everyone. And thank you everyone out there for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.